here we go again talking um fitness i don't know how important fitness is to many listeners out there our goal was to get it to be more important more of a focus because it's so important you've heard our messages on here for the last i don't know how many years about a year with rob um talking about why do we tend to treat our bodies in a way of kind of not not i don't know if abuse is the right word but we get one chance at this and i always like to talk about why not give it our best to stay in the best shape of our lives can you really be happy if you're fat can you be comfortable if you're fat your knees your joints your wrists getting in and out of the car getting up off the couch can you sit up without putting a hand down and and really taking a long time to get up off of the ground can you play with your kids in the pool and not be out of breath and get your heart rate high these are all the things i think of because i've fluctuated in and out in my life of gaining a little bit of weight and then having to come back after duck season and you know try to get it back off and i don't know how healthy that is to go up and down i think consistency is the key here um and I think that you need to get your lifestyle in a position to where you can be consistent with your fitness, your workouts, your nutrition, your caloric intake. Today, we're talking a little bit of what I would describe or define as an extreme. We have Rob back. Rob, how are you? Great. And we also have Bubba Henderson. We have You've heard about Bubba. He's been on the Foul Life TV show. He's been on Where the Pavement Ends podcast. He's been on this podcast before. Bubba, how are you? I am doing very well, Chad. Now that you can eat normal Thank again? You. Yeah, it feels pretty good. So Bubba endured on a six-month. It's usually a two-month. He's done this three to four times, I believe, since the last four. How many times have you done it? This was the third This challenge. was the third one, but this was different because it was usually 60 days, and this one was 180 days. Usually we ended, I think the first one ended at like the end of March and then the second one was March 15th. So, and this one was six months. So June it was 30th. A, it was, was a big difference. So I want to describe it and then you tell me, or you can just do it. It's, it's a bunch of guys that put a, a certain amount of money into a pot to get the grand total to a point to where, all right, if I win this, it's going to be worth it. But the goal was to lose the highest percentage of body fat. Correct. Uh, this all started with bike races and just our group of friends wanting to challenge each other. And I was like, nah. Um, so we did it and I beat them all. We did it one more time and I beat them all. You're talking bike racing, bike racing. So then Chris Shanks came up with this plan to see who could lose the most body fat. And I was just like, this sounds stupid. And of course you get called a bunch of names and then you're like, Oh, okay. Well game on then. And so the first one, um, there was probably like 20 guys and I won that one lost like 56%. And it was like, wow, never done anything like that. It was, it was super hard. And then two years later, we did it again with about 30 guys. And a lot of these guys were a lot heavier. So that one was called the heavyweights competition. Cause these dudes were big. And after that one, uh, I won that one as well. And I lost like 58%. And we kind of noticed that the guys that started around 20 or, you know, 22, those were the guys that could actually lose the percentage in that two and a half months. The guys that were bigger and started at like, you know, 
30 or 35%, they lost like 39 pounds, but they only lost 12% body fat. And so this last competition came along and Chris goes, well, let's do six months. And I wanted to bow out right away. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm not going six months. That's just too long. But is what it does is it gives the bigger guys with more body fat, more time to lose that weight if they can go down, you know, if they can do it. So, uh, I think my goal right off the bat was to kind of take it as what I, what I normally did was just try to get it over with. Cause I knew that my body could, uh, lose it fast. And so basically my goal was before my birthday to be done. And Which that, is is, that is May 2nd. And, um, I did a pretty good job of getting to my goal at that point. Now, the hard thing for me was, was when the competition is over March 15th, it's over. It's over for everybody. This competition there, there were still guys going and I had gotten down to 5.2 on April 28th. And, and I was thinking, wow, that's, and what'd you start at? 19.5. 19.5 to 5.2. And you started January 1st. So January, February, January March. January 5th. Okay. So January, February, March, you went three and a half months and you got, and you lost, you got all the way down to 5.2. Uh, basically four months, three and a half, four months. Yeah. Three and a half. That's almost, that's unhealthy. Well, it's, it's fast. And, and I just want to, I want, I want to, um, change one thing that you said, or just, or just uh, yes, make it make it sound easier for the uh, consumer out there. So fifty percent, meaning if he went from twenty percent to ten percent, that would be fifty percent. So he didn't lose fifty percent body fat, but but the numbers went down by that much. So so he went when that's he went down point. from twenty yeah. percent to ten percent, he was down fifty percent. Not that's not the, didn't lose fifty percent. Yeah. So two yep. points is one. You get down by May, your birthday, and you're like, this is as much as I can. I'm going to win this thing at 5.2, but there's guys that kept going all the way through June. Now, and, and 5.2 really doesn't mean anything because it's the percentage. And so at that point, I was at a 73.3% loss. So yeah, in, in your mind, you are absolutely kind of going, Because you've only been, you've never been above 60% in the last two. No. You're at seventy three percent. You're like, oh, for sure, I'm going to hammer this. I felt really good. Let's put it that way. I mean, I I felt good enough to where I went ten more days, um, not as uh, strict. And when you get down that low, you really have to. There's no more little cheap meals here and there to no. to keep your carbs up or to keep your right. And I think my mentality was the same as when I was at, you know, seven or eight where I could go all week, but then on Sunday I could, you know, I could have a couple beers. I could eat a pizza and it, it didn't bother me at all, but the lower that I got. So when I stayed the same at five, two, like 10 days later, I think mentally I was just like, your body's just telling you that, Hey, yeah, but if well, you, if, you're good. But if you're eating pizza and drinking beer in those 10 days, of course you're not going to go down. 
No, no, no. Just that was my routine. So during the week I would be super strict, but then, you know, on Sunday I would kind of have a little bit of a, a carb just to replenish my body because I didn't have any. And as the paperwork shows, it just kept going. In other words, it never, it never bumped me or anything. It, um, didn't so help. before we get Do too you, far down uh, his, before we get too far down his trail, Rob, I want you to answer a quick uh, question. Okay. The bigger guys not losing body fat, but they're losing weight. Are they not lifting enough weights and pushing enough weights to develop muscle? And they're just relying on their nutrition and their carb intake. So that's a good question. That could be definitely one factor. The other one I was thinking is they maybe don't have enough lean tissue base to be burning the fat as well so as, as, a, as a lean guy. Fat. So a lot of them were pretty big and just the bigger guys, they could lose weight, but, and you got to think too, in my perspective, they're bigger for a reason. They're probably not as active. Their metabolism is probably not. So it's going to take a lot more, I think, to really get the percentage down. Yeah. Rather because the than, mindset is usually like, a guy that's pretty fit, like Bubba stays yeah, fit year round. Bubba's, Bubba's fit. The mindset or the assumption is going to be it's going to be easier for a fat guy to lose body totally. fat and weight, totally, as opposed to somebody that's got more yep. less to lose. And and it's interesting. So I got a couple of questions: Are any of the bigger guys ex athletes? Just because you would think they would have a good yeah. lean tissue base, yeah, there are. They okay, are. Yeah. so that surprises me. So so I don't know, Chad. That's interesting, and. And the one thing I really wanted to see, Bubba, and it looks pretty good, I was, and by the way, you're probably, at, at 5%, you're considered, you're, you're not at risk, but you're borderline at risk there. For males, it's it's 3% or less that's at risk. So you're pretty darn low there. There's not a whole lot more to give. Um, so when you get down to 5%, your, your body's probably, it would probably be a real tweak to get it down much lower. And if you were a fighter, it'd probably be more about the water weight to weigh in than it would be the body fat. So I wonder if at that point your body's fighting you a little bit. And then my, but I, what I wanted to see is if you drop lean tissue and actually Bubba, you did a pretty good job. It, it doesn't look like your lean tissue here changed much so so that's good because that's one of the things when we do a challenge in-house if you lose lean tissue you lose points so we kind of we kind of grade you based on that it's got to all come from fat so if you're just trying to drop weight at the end and you're just you're just cutting right. weight to cut weight and you lose two pounds of lean that's two pounds that work against you so if you lose 10 total <laughs> and your lean is dropping you're only getting you get eight points whereas if somebody drops 10 and it's all fat they get 10 points gotcha. so so that's how we will do okay. it but but I don't know. Does that make the, the sense? The cool thing about getting to to five two is I I never felt I never felt weak. I never felt like I couldn't do anything. I never felt drained. Like one of my other buddies that uh, two of them actually that got pretty darn close to me. Um, they came in fourth and fifth in this competition. To be honest, but uh, you could tell they were. And he even told me he's like, dude, I feel so drained. And I was like, your muscles softer. No, nothing ever. I ran, you know, I ran your muscles. Like it just seemed to me like when you were down at that 5.2, I told Rob in the gym, I'm like, he looks old. His, he looks weathered. (laughs) No, I was being for real. Like you looked like your, your muscles were weaker, which can happen if, uh, you know, if you're losing a lot of weight. Right. But you're saying he didn't lose lean though. On these, that's what I was trying to look at. These numbers look good. It it looks really like most of it's coming from most of his losses are, are in the fat area. Like 
my abs, my my midsection was where was, you could tell. To me, because it was super to lean. To me, my arms looked the same. My legs probably the same. Yep. With, like, which is and, what we talk about when when Chad and I talk about doing body comp. Because most of the time we'll just do calipers, and we're looking one site's upper, one site's middle, and one site's lower. And the guys look great up and top. It's the middle that kills us so if that's the case Bubba you're probably just losing all the fat in, in the midsection sure and and you're at a great I mean you maintain a great weight but I I really expected just because it was pretty drastic mm-hmm. that there would be quite a bit more lean and you loss. saw what I look like and what mm-hmm. I lost and so yeah I could see how you could you would think that right I mean, how, how much total weight I went from 183 and I think my last weigh-in was 162 I was hanging around it's 164. Right, around, like, right at 20 pounds. For a while there. So what are 20, you right now? About 20 pounds. 175. I'm back right right where I kind of usually am. About Will you get one, back up to 185? Oh, no. That was... So to do this competition... <laughs> I, was that some preload? Yeah, I, I bulked. <laughs> I had to bulk up because last spring I was at 7%. And so, you know, midsummer I was probably up to like maybe 12. And so... When we did this, none of my buddies thought I could get up to 19.5. I ended up making it all the way back up. But to be able to do the competition and be able to lose that much percentage, you have to start. I mean, I wish I could have started at 21. Right. Because I know that I'll lose it. Right. Which is just gives me more, more of a, an advantage. So did you, did you feel bad at all? With, I mean, obviously, you know what you're doing. You, you've done this. So it's, uh, you know, it's like a fighter who's got to drop the weight and who's going to cut 10 pounds of water and, and they know how to put it back on. Did you feel bad at all? Did, did you ever have issues? No. Or, or do you know your calories pretty good? And you know, knew what you, you know had what? to do? I and... never, that's one thing I never did was ever look at calories. Okay. I, I only, uh, it's funny, I, I start off with a certain program. And then I kind of go into another program and I just kind of just roll with stuff and I just eat a lot of, uh, meat, eggs. You know, I ended this thing with like a month of carnivore. Okay. And so, um, yeah, I, and, I felt really good the whole way through. So no alcohol, very, no. very little you know what we do dry January. We do, uh, I was actually pretty disciplined in February as well, but you know, there was a super bowl or something. So sure. Had a couple beers. Okay. Had some, you know, that would be, that would have been one of like a kind of a cheat day. Yep. So, you know what? I need to refuel my body with maybe some stuff that I haven't had carbs. Okay. Cause you kind weren't, of, weren't craving it, but you just, just were, Oh, it's nope. no, it's tough. Okay. It's tough. You want some, you want some stuff when you, you've gone already a month and a half. And, you know, you, you ended it with just stuff in your face full of everything. Gotcha. I did feel like crap when I started this. Gotcha. Okay. Cause, so, Cause you were, cause you were loading up. I was actually excited to start. <laughs> to start. Because I, yeah. That's what about, awesome. What about psychologically during the, the drastic loss? Did you get quick tempered, ill tempered, sad, depressed, your sleep habits changed? Were you, were you faster to lose your, you know, lose your patience? Did any of that affect your brain cycle? Losing you know, that much body fat? Would it tend to, you think, that that must have a drastic change? I, I think, you know, Bubba's done this, right? So so I think having, like I was telling Marathoner, if you've done the marathon, you don't have to run 
as much as you've done in the past because because it's the mental side of it right once you've done it you know you can do it so he knows he can do it and and so it's just doing it a little bit longer so he probably did okay but i but he still I, lost 25 percent more it's a lot i bet if we were to ask a lot of the guys i i bet they would definitely have those i don't i don't know how the results <laughs> see, really see so it's interesting because the very first time we did it i started at 19.8 and i got down to 8.3 and felt great it was hard but it was only two and a half months and this go around yes like you said i've already done it i already know what i'm preparing yeah. for um this one was just it was six months and i was just like dude that's a long time to the the difference is is you know you're, you're every you're, my whole life changes like i'm not drinking at all right i'm my night times are totally different i'm it, it, it's just it's weird how uh you just get in routines of doing certain things. And yep. then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm doing this I'm drinking water. Don't eat past six 30. And so it gets hard. Like at nine o'clock you're hungry and then I'll fast the next day until noon, one, wow. two, just depends on how I feel that yeah. day. And some days I'm not hungry. Some days I'm starving and uh, you know, I'm out here once a week and you know, Hey guys, we're going to lunch. Nope, I'll, um, I'll stay here because it's right. just, or I'll go and and not ham steak, eggs, coffee. Yeah, no, I so mean that was how it was. And sorry to interrupt, Rob. No, that, you're good. First part of it, what was a normal, a normal meal? Because you said you ended it with carnivore, but were you, what were you doing for let's say all of January when you weren't drinking? Because January was all dry, no alcohol at all, right? Correct. So what was your caloric intake like with what kind of foods? Uh, basically the whole thirty. That's what I've started with. And so it just cuts out no sugars, no carbs. Um, who, who got you on the Whole30? Is this the, Megan's idea? The intermittent fasting. This actually just, when I first did it, uh, there was talk and we talked about the Whole30 diet, how it cuts out sugar and carbs. And, you know, those are the two things that can really get you, at least in my body. Like, I feel like some people's bodies are maybe different, but yeah. sugar and carbs pretty basic isn't it totally no i i think that's everybody and and honestly i i tip my hat to you because um and you too you've done a great job too chad it's it's hard to lose I, i've never i've never done a bodybuilding competition never wanted to but but i know it takes a huge mindset um and you, it's you hard will, you being will, around you kids will lose and, and you'll that. lose weight if you cut those two things out oh, oh. without a doubt Big time. I don't care who to you are. To the point to yeah. where if you if you even take a week and put them back in your body, you know, you will stabilize and, and stop losing weight. Yep. If you start adding them back in. Yep. It's weird how the body reacts to oh. to its reserves and and what carbs break down into and simple sugars, whether it's fruit or whether it's a candy bar, or ice cream or sourdough. I could eat a whole loaf of sourdough bread by mm -hmm. myself, no problem. And I go to a steakhouse now. And you watch people doing it, and I don't take a bite of it. You smell it, you see it, you want it. Mm -hmm. But I've gotten to the point now to where it's almost a guilty conscience if I do it. My my starch cheat now is is sticky rice. If I'm going to eat, if I do it, it's going to be once a month at the most, and it's going to be sushi with sticky rice. Mm. But I won't eat the bread, I won't eat the potatoes, I won't eat the fries. I I'll I cheated one time and ate a couple tortilla chips with salsa. But for the most part, I get to the mindset of like. 
to lose weight, you cannot eat that stuff. And, totally. But you see these guys that have great genetics that say you can eat whatever you want on this diet and this workout well, program, right? Well, and they're going to do it. And it's, it, it comes down to my age, my right. metabolism, my genetics, and what works for me. Well, and I, I know you've got something to say, but I was going to say, look at Blake. When Blake started bumping his activity and it was up, he would come in with a couple bags of candy, and I'm talking just straight sugar candy, and he was dropping weight, right? Because he was up early so active he's 27 so it just was and he was probably um not quite playing weight but not not as much lean tissue either but he dropped 15 pounds doing just increasing activity now that's 27 versus 46 it's a big freaking difference he was he was eating as much as he wants and dropping freaking weight so it makes a difference chad like you brought up it's a different mindset because Mm -hmm. since we've done the first competition um, you, you check yourself a lot more when you, we, we, as a, uh, society, we eat way too much food. That's one of and the first, bad food. that's Huge. one of the first problems. I it's mean, way up there. Hey, Overindulgence. let's go food, get yeah. another plate when it's right. like that. So that starts it right there. That's but, a great point. Just portion control alone. You're going to lose. Weight. It's it's in the top and, three or, or you're going to stay stable, right? Like yeah. yep. I'm active enough to where. I can eat some stuff here and there, but yeah, I put that, I put weight back on real quick because obviously you've, you've, you've kind of not starved yourself, but you just haven't had any sort of, you know, Oh, I couldn't wait to have a pizza. Sure. Couldn't wait to have, you know, just certain things. But then after like a week or two, you already go, okay, dude, you know, kind of, and I, I like beer. I'm not going to like, I like my beer and but as we've long already as had you, five today, so let's say you do. And it's noon. It's noon. <laughs> and it's a Wednesday. You know, I honestly, I should have one sitting here doing this podcast, but, but I don't. Um, but Chad, you brought up a good point because if you don't check yourself really quick, the kid that won our competition, um, I was just with him the other day, and he, you, you would never guess that he won the competition. And really? But now it's only been a month. Why is he putting weight back on? Oh, he's already Bad. at 20, 25 pounds. Really? Is he, is he a heavier set kid in the first place? A little bit. He started at 29%. He kind got liposuction of, but he's like and six, beat six, you. He got liposuction and beat you. 6'2". It's only 3%. Did somebody get liposuction, you think? Is what? No, I don't think you could... I don't know if that would do a percentage or if that would... It's, would it's, it? Yeah, supposedly when they do lipo, they can only take a couple percent. Right. And what's interesting there is, is once you have a fat cell, you always have a fat cell. Always. So they don't, they don't go away. They just change in size and, and diameter, basically. So size, you know, um, so, so that's the trick is, is you're just trying to, you're not going to get rid of fat cells. So when they do lipo, one of the things I think happens and who knows is some of the other fat cells start to just take on more fat because they get rid of cells, but the other ones probably are like, Hey, I'm starving over here. So they just start yeah, to you see expand more in their stomach stapled if, and the, the belt and all the surgeries. Yeah. And then a year later there, it's right back. You're home. right. It's because, dangerous. because again, we talked about it a thousand times. If you don't change what you're doing, your body figures it out. It, it goes right back to adapting. 
Hey everybody, it's Chad Belling with the Foul Eye Podcast. I'm so excited to announce the 2023 Benelli Migration Madness Sweepstakes. From August 1st through October 31st, 2023, go to shoot-on.com. Again, that is shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness for your chance to be entered to win over $15,000 in prizes, including a collection of Benelli Super Black Eagle 3s and three and a half inch 12 gauge three inch 20 gauge and the new 28 gauge all decked out in the new real tree max 7 camouflage pattern also included is a four thousand dollar online shopping spree from our friends at banded greenhead gear and avery outdoors plus three cases of ammo for each of the sbe threes from federal premium and a pair of wing shooter alpha shield hearing protection that are valued at over fourteen hundred dollars a pair it's the 2023 benelli migration madness sweepstakes brought to you by our friends at banded and federal premium ammunition from august 1st to october 31st again go to shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness to be entered to win that $15,000 in prizes. I'm Chad Belding from the Foul Life TV and the Foul Life Podcast. Good luck to everybody. The provider. Don't forget to get your hands on a provider cookbook. 80 recipes. Chad Mendez, myself, Clint Clay, Alex, Jennifer, Tom. I mean, Dan Henderson. There's so many different recipes in there from families. Billy Bogies, smothered deer steak from Prairie Wings, Duck Camp, Arkansas, USA. We're proud of the provider cookbook. We're proud of the provider. Check us out at theproviderlife.com. Get your rubs, get your cookbook, get your right wing sauce, and check out the provider TV on My Outdoor TV, the Mo TV app. Brand new episodes for season two are going to be beat be releasing very soon and you also could check out the provider youtube channel and i ain't going to say a lot about it but we got another podcast coming might be called the provider or the provider life keep your ears open for that we got an awesome host that's going to be taking us down that road everything provider from grilling and chilling and butchering and processing and foraging and marinating whatever you talk about with your wild game your domestic meats your gardening your vegetables your desserts you're going to hear it on the up and coming the provider podcast Alex, you love the provider? I do. You heard it here. Alex Crosby loves the provider. You have you, to you change have to, your whole life. You got to change. You got to be creative because I'll t- I'll be straight up. Like the reason people don't stop eating carbs and sugars is because they're freaking good. Now people can look at me till they're blue in the face and say, well, I'm not a dessert person, but you are a sourdough French bread lover and you love butter. Um, you are a, he mentioned pizza. Pizza is one of the top two greatest foods ever invented. If not the <laughs> it best, is. right? To take a pizza and eat three slices. And, you know, back in the day of training, when you would talk to somebody that was a trainer or nutritionist or a bodybuilder or whatever, they would always say pizza was a good cheat day because of the five basic food groups and, and, the, and the proteins and the That's vegetables. That's exactly right. And, but again, they throw you're it eating out. heavy starch there. You're eating a lot of starch. Oh, yeah. So I, the I don't like people, pizza. The, re, the people ah, that still stick to it is because the carnivore diet sucks. Not to the point to where... You just get sick of eating meat and avocado once in a while and an egg here. You have to be creative. Yep. You have to change your mindset of like, all right, well, if, if you, you don't do. like tuna fish, yep. you need to switch to uh, getting a creative recipe with chicken. Yep. And you got to be proactive, whether it's meal prep. And where I'm going with this is that you kind of maybe had a cheat in this competition, in my opinion, as I don't know the other competitors and their family life. But I think your girlfriend has a lot to do with your creativity, your ability to go from the, what was the 30 called? 
whole 30 to carnivore to to this to that she's changing you up she's being created and diversifying it could you have done this without megan you think and i don't want you to get all sappy like you're accepting an oscar but could you have done this without any help and being creative enough to get to lose 72 percent of your body fat well when you have somebody there that's supporting you regardless that is a that's a big key right there. And yeah, so, but it's not just like, no, I'm going raw, raw. This is somebody that's actually cooking yeah, but, for you yeah, but, and keeping you on well, trail. But think but, about yeah. it. If she were doing the other thing, if she were eating ice cream at night, it would it would be like, oh, I better hit the freaking. Oh, no. She, does she? She would come, you know, January, she would come home, have a, a beer after work. <laughs> and I would just look at her and go, really? Wow. But you know what? It Honestly, it really didn't bother me. Like, really? That's like, I, that's, I would give tough. her some smack about it, but. That's like somebody quitting smoking and you coming home with a dart. I mean, you know, she, all of a sudden she's coming home with, you know, Ben and Jerry's oh, talked. Fuck. See, like that was. This, oh, she's messing with you. This yeah. top stuff. She's messing And you know what, bad. After like the first month. So you could have done it without her. You probably wanted to yeah, do it without like her. Yeah, but like I said, she's just, just having her support. Even nothing to do with the food prep and the food and helping me. Like just having her support and rather than doing it completely by herself. That helps, you know, and most of all these guys are married, kids, life's crazy. And yeah. so, um, so I want to, I think I want to get to this competition and then we'll, I want I do want, I want, okay. we're going to go into the competition and how you did, but I do have a question about diet real quick. Okay. And I was thinking about this at dinner last night. <clears throat> I've worked out with somebody else in, the, in my lifetime that always talked about the big ass salad. JP Pinocchio at his restaurant has a big ass salad on the menu. When you start talking about salad, okay? Okay. Great meal, right? And how you can decorate it. Yep. The vegetables. Love it. Love salad. Chicken strips, bacon bits. When you start talking about calories now as opposed to sugars and carbs. Yep. How how beneficial is it to decorate your salad with the ranch, with the shredded cheddar cheese, the bacon bits, the high caloric, the high fat content. Are you really doing your body justice by doing that? Because it does taste better. It's not a big loaf of bread. It's not a big fatty ribeye that's still good for you. It's not a piece of pizza. Are, are, are dirty salads good for you? Well, if you're trying to lose weight, and we're, we're talking about Bubba here, he's not putting all that shit on there. Right. Yeah. There's there's no way. So if you're decorating it with protein and f vegetables and maybe you throw in a little fruit, you know, you throw in a little depending on the salad, you throw in a little strawberry that to give it a little flavor, a little sugar, then you're fine. You start throwing in ranch, bacon bits, cheese, sour cream. Yeah, we I had mean, to, we had that, to make our that, dressing. That, that drops you off. Dr. Atkins, Rob, was I know as much cheese on your bacon on top of your hamburger as you possibly can yep. just don't eat the bread yeah that, that was the whole thing and, was eat as much fat and gross shit as and, you could and those people so it's surprising because those people can do pretty good now i think their portion sizes change because the meat will fill you up a lot quicker than the you know your uh tortilla chips right so that changes but what the recidivism rate with those people is through the roof, right? They put it right once they're done with that diet. It's right back on. They put it back on. But so I'm that's they didn't change weight. their I'm lifestyle. Just talking losing weight. Okay, let's just take me personally. Okay. I'm on your workout program. Yep. I'm working my ass off in the gym five days a week. Am I going to lose weight eating a dirty salad? Maybe not as fast as I want to, but is it better than me eating a, a toasted, a grilled cheese sandwich last night for dinner? Or is it the same because it's high in fat, high in calories? The ranch dressings, the cheeses, the bacon bits, the, the hard-boiled eggs are good, but they're still high in fat and they're still high in calories. Yep. 
So Good is fat. it okay to eat that salad, or should I cut out the ranch and cut out the cheese? It's gonna de- it's gonna be twofold. It's gonna depend on where you want to go. So at your point right now, because you've you've lost ten more pounds, you got it. So if you want to drop down, you're getting closer to goal weight. Neither now, of those are going to work for you. Now this now it's when it gets serious. Neither headache. of those are going to work for you. I have a really bad headache right now. Okay. So I ate something before this podcast when I was going to fast until noon, which is five minutes from now. But I have a bad headache. Okay. I don't like, I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm trying to yeah. figure out this salad deal and this caloric intake. And you yep. mentioned fasting too, Bubba. Is that, is it worth it? Because like right now I feel like I want to slam a whole bunch of foods. Is the fasting beneficial because it's saving me calories right now yep. throughout the night and throughout the first you know seven eight hours of your morning until noon or one is it going to benefit a guy like me when i'm trying to get that additional 10 pounds off when i've already lost the first 15 personally for me i think the fasting because i started it in the very first competition and i don't think anybody even really knew what fasting they they didn't do it i was that was big in my whole thing. And I think for me, I think it does a lot, but I never had any salads that last month because it's a carb, the vegetables and stuff. Those are carbs, meat and eggs only. And like, like you said, she would only tell me, she goes, Hey, if you're feeling like you need a little bit, something more, put some cheese on there. Avocado never hurts. But most of all my meals at a certain point, I stayed away from the avocado too. That last like two weeks, just of the carb in the avocado. Just like avocado's you, high in fat and good. You, though. it is good. But it is you. But when you get to that certain point, and you're getting down, and the lower that you go, like I said, I kind of learned this the hard way because I stayed on my routine. But the lower that you go, you have to be super strict, like yeah. super strict. So if I'm just were, not being strict enough. No, if you're, you want to lose ten more pounds, you, uh, you have to kind of. Yeah, and 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 it's not an exact or, or a direct measurement, no. right? So if you did it today, Chad, and we've still got eight weeks, that may not be an issue. But if you start doing that a couple times a week, you're not going to get to your goal. What do you mean a couple times a week? Eating a, a dirty salad? Yeah, yeah, with all that stuff on that you mentioned. Now you throw like like Bubba mentioned, you throw a little so cheese on, and carbs, you even though it's pretty much all water. Well, if you if you just did what is it? What's the iceberg? Iceberg, iceberg doesn't have much to it. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's it's water, and and there might be a hair of carbs, so it's not gonna but you, it's not gonna do much. But but if that changes your portion size, then it may ultimately change the way you break down your food, and it may create some more storage in terms of what what your body's storing. No sugar dressing. Um, you know, no croutons. I don't need any of that. Eggs, absolutely. Meat, mm-hmm. absolutely. I ate the hell out of bacon. I mean, bacon. I, I'd order bacon, sausage, and a ham steak and four eggs. Like, that's what my lunch would be. And uh, That's high in calories I was, and fat. I was out it of, the, I was out of the place. But he was... He was really time restriction too. So you're fasting. You didn't have a big window to get your calories in. So ultimately, that is a pretty big meal. And then, but that was probably your main meal of the day. Pretty much. I mean, my my dinner would only be like, you know, I ate a lot of elk meat because I had it. So I ate a lot of elk steaks, a lot of elk burger. But almost every day, I would have like eight eggs and along with meat. I mean, and are eggs on the carnivore diet? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That I mean. Joe Rogan, steak and eggs almost every day, every meal. That's what he eats. And 
it, it does get hard. It gets boring. You know, she would go, Hey, I got you some shrimp. Um, you know, let's do some chicken, do some pork just to change it up. But, but eggs were pretty much with every single meal that last month. They're so pretty good. to end this part, before we go into the deal to lose this next 10 pounds, I'm thinking all meat and eggs again and strict as hell. Cause you're telling me you want to increase my calories. I do. Because I think you have, I think ultimately, Chad, you could lose more than 10. So what I wanted to do with your body right now is increase, bump your calories a little bit to bump up the workout to hair and then just see how your body bump responded. Bump calories, but not the fat calories or the dressing. Bump it up in meat and eggs. Just total calories. Yeah, I was thinking for you, the fasting was... I don't know. Or just so, good calories, just not. Yeah, just not a little bit more. Ones. Yeah, and then, and then after listening to a few um, of Peter Atia's podcasts, he's not so much into fasting as he used to be. So, I mean, it definitely restricts your calorie window. So, from that standpoint, he likes it, but he's saying some of the studies with it may not be showing as much benefit in terms of real weight loss. Hmm. So. Well, see, and what you're what you're wanting to do is it sounds different. I, I know for a fact that at least four or five of my buddies, they were on super strict calorie diets. I never once thought about how many calories. Okay, not one time. I you I could have won maybe though. I you didn't. Did. I I didn't have a goal. Could have. I mean, if you're eating too much and you yeah, but if you're if you're eating ham steak and sausage and bacon and eggs. Maybe you should have just did ham, steak, and eggs. But I, it just I, sufficed. But I need the energy, too, because yeah. I'm still running. I'm still doing stuff. I'm still working all, you know, like, I, I just need the energy. But as long as I was doing meat. He needed to start higher. <laughs> I need to start I just higher. Wonder, I just wonder at that 5%, uh, you know, never you can bad. get lower than that. But at some point, your body's going, what the frick are we doing here, right? Because it's it's five uh, percent. Yeah. You're not in survival mode in terms of where your fat is, right? But you're you're getting close to that range where your body's going, hey, what's what's gonna sacrifice here? He kept his energy up because of what he had to do. That's uh, I don't know. I'll it's, say this, knowing that I kind of quit, you know, with like two months left in this competition. I started thinking I could get to 80% and I knew I, I knew I could. Okay. I knew I could have because I felt so good at five, at five, two. Gotcha. I, was at. I just, I think mentally, I mean, we've never gone this long. So yeah. summer was starting. I had weddings to go to. We were taking the family to Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon has a lot of breweries. <laughs> like you don't, you know, but we brought the mountain bikes. We were, I was going to stay. I we always do stuff, but yep. I just, at that point, I'm like, for one, I'm at 73.3. I'm like, dude, who's going to, you know, Yep. and you're like, I want to enjoy summer. And so I was still being pretty good, but like, you didn't see it through all the way. I mean, though. That, really, so I'm did? getting, I'm getting to that. <laughs> I left two months on the table and I'm not going to say woulda, coulda, shoulda. Like I said, I think I could have got. Wait, 80. when did you in? You said your birthday on May something. May second. Oh, so it is about two full months almost. You left and on I, the table. And and to be honest, I did play the game a little bit, and I realized that you know what, I I I've got this is serious. It's twenty thousand dollars on the line, and I went in and did a scan to kind of see where I was mm -hmm. at, and it was at like 
seven one already or something. And I was like, well, or no seven, eight maybe. And I go, well, I'm not coming. I'm not going to go all the way now from. And so at that point right there, I go, dude, that's, you know, you you kill yourself for another month and you only get to five, five. Right. How many days after that, after you measured at five, two was the seven, eight scan. Uh, Oh, well that, that was probably we weeks later. But like, and like I said, when I mentally checked out, I think I kind of mentally checked out. And I think Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm at a really good number. And I did, it was summertime. I'd already gone two months longer than I, than I ever have. And you know, you, you, and I, when I did the 10 days in the five, two, five, two, I, in my head, I started going, "Eh, maybe this is just your body telling you, Hey, you're good. You're, you've done well. You're, you're good. But knowing, knowing what I did. And like I said, I think 80%. Do you lose your sex drive at all? Do you lose your sex drive at all when you lose that much of your body mass? (laughs) No, (laughs) you don't. No, you don't increase. No, you hear a lot of fighters talk about sex during training camps and stuff. Well, and and this is in the the way that it plays a role in it. And And a lot of it's superstition, but a lot of you hear studies of, of drastic changes in your body type. You will, that it can mess with your sex drive too. But those guys are like training for like six, you know, maybe it does. I mean, but, all you do is get fitter and fitter and your body looks better and your woman wants you like it's, just, it's kind of, Oh, that's what it is, Bubba. It's kind it's of side like, effect. That's what kind it is. Of one of those things where, but no, uh, sex never bothered me. And in fact, you almost think that it, it's one of those exercises that like keeps you in. I wonder what it keeps you going. Burn. Well, an eight second caloric burn for you is not that many calories. Six calories. Six calories. Six calories. Good job, Bubba. So, okay, so back to the the actual bet now. Everybody comes in and they put their money in between Christmas and the holidays or the Christmas and New Year. You guys are going to start on January 5th. Um, You go in and what we're talking about is a DEXA scan. How do you spell that? You got it. D-E-X-A. D-E-X-A. You can yep. go to car uh, diagnostic centers in your local area. You can look it up um, online where you can get them. And, and where we live, you can go down and, what is it, like 15, 20 bucks? 25 bucks if you're a member to a gym. Yeah. 25 bucks if you're a member to a gym. You go in, they put you in a tube, and they scan your body. And it it is... The is it the most precise measurement of body fat? It's it's up there. It's it's is pretty there, much is there the gold that they standard. Put in the pool or something? Yeah, the, but the pool a lot of people can't do it. So so Dexa scan is pretty much so the how gold much, standard. How much different is a Dexa scan than calipers? Would you say? I think so. Usually the problem with calipers is you're not getting any of the what's called the interstitial fat. So we're not getting any of the deep fat. We're only getting on the surface. If calipers are done pretty good, they're close. But usually what I see is about a 3% difference from DEXA scan to what I'm doing. Did you bring your calipers today? I did not. That did you want me thing. to? Well, we could have That's caliper right. Bubba and see we where it came in. I didn't, right even, didn't even think about it. So you, the note. money's in the, bo- the pot. January 5th is the start date. You guys decide on a start date. It was actually January 15th because there was a couple of guys that were going to be gone. And so, I, I mean... I actually could have bulked up for 10 more days, but I was so sick. I was just like ready From to eating too much? flip the switch. I mean, I ate and drank and ate and drank cause I had to, to get it up. But so I really had 10 more days that 
sure that might have might have that could have helped me. Yeah, yeah. But but, but I when f- you feel like I sh- felt crap, like shit. yeah. I felt so like what's crap. the first day? Do you remember the first day of diet? January sixth. Or January 5th, because I got the scan January 5th, and then so... Oh, so you started 10 days before everybody else did. Uh, well, not everybody. I, I mean, we just had to get it in by January 15th, but I was... Like I said, I felt so crappy that I was ready to flip the switch So you started start January 5th, and what's your first day? What, what, where do you go from feeling crappy and eating like shit? What's your first day of diet? Dude, drinking coffee, drinking water, and just not even like... I, I might have not even eaten that first day. I mean, I might have had a... Just because I was so, I mean, I can't remember my last meal. I remember having chicken fried steak, um, mashed potatoes. I mean, just, I, I did really good at, at bulking up and I, cause I felt that bad. So. And it's funny how bad you felt. So oh, isn't that, right? that's how we started this conversation though, is that if back to the documentary, we haven't talked about this today, but supersize me, the guy went from being in shape to ordering McDonald's for three meals a day for 30 days. That's drastic, but that is what people do. They eat that much McDonald's in a year or a month. So maybe not in a month, but he went, to his cholesterol being detrimental, right? He only could supersize it if the person in the window asked him, would you like that supersized? Otherwise, he couldn't just say, supersize me. That was the thing is that he only could do it if they offered yeah. it. Since that thing's come out, they've quit supersize. Um, they have? But, but yeah, I don't I think didn't you, know that. you can get large now or something. Okay. It's not called super. Um, <laughs> so now it's, now it's, uh, um, you're, you're talking about the differences in the way this man felt, right? And this was documented. People live like this. Daily. People are living like you felt after that last chicken fried steak, and they can't quit eating like that. Right. Until it's almost too late to where, when is it too late, you think? Like, can you get to be 400 pounds and really go, I'm going to, and I know that there's some success stories out there, but it's almost like to the point to where they're like, what can I even do now? I, well, I hurt too one, much. I can't one of the move. things, one of the things you mentioned earlier, I want to touch on it is they talk about, cause you were talking about sugar and how it makes you feel. They're talking about some of the sugar receptors in the brain being stronger than cocaine. So, oh, yeah. so that, you know, in terms of the sim- stimulation and then how you, you feel cocaine to lose some of this weight, Rob. That's not what I said, but we can talk about that later. Well, I saw that look on your face. <laughs> Sugar's that but, addictive. But sugar is that addictive. Isn't it to more? Where I mean, it's, it's got to be. It's more. So it's it's they've noticed the connection there. And that's where when you were talking about sugar and some people just can't. But like you said, Bubba, and it's perfect. If you do something for 10 or 12 days, you've created that habit and then it gets easier. Right. So you just got to get to that you mindset where word, you're like, though. you just said like, the word habit. Yeah, and these kids, you create their that moms, habit. these kids walk down the cereal aisle at stores, and it looks like a freaking parade, right? Just colors and cartoon characters and flavors and and yeah. all this bullshit. Like that's the start of it. That's the start of our habits as kids. Mm-hmm. Is we think cereal is a natural, healthy breakfast, right. and we're getting tricks and Fruit Loops and Crunch Berries and shit. It's and terrible. Of, there's not one thing it good is. about it for nope. kids. But these parents, parents still continue to think cereal is a healthy diet. Right. Megan, Megan turned me on to looking at more ingredients and stuff because um, Kai is allergic to some things. So I have to start reading stuff. And she goes, yeah, read how much sugar's in there. Mm-hmm. And majority of the stuff yep. blows my mind away. It's crazy. I mean, like. You would think five or six grams, and it's got 26 grams. And that's when you just go, wow. And yeah. so 
it makes you think about when you go yeah all those cereals all that stuff yep sugar's well sugar's and, addicting and one of the lifestyle things we talk about a lot is, is don't shop in the interior of the store right you just go you hit the, the exterior you get the produce your meat your eggs your your milk and you're out of there so we if have, you start going in the interior it's everything is processed sugar you read that like you said you read the label and there's 36 things on there you can't pronounce and you're going if they need 36 things in here it's probably not great what for do they me. put at the checkout aisle though for you <laughs> oh, all kinds every of sweets candy bar every coca-cola <laughs> we have that's right we have chickens so we have our own eggs we have our garden so we use as much including lettuce and everything um and we hunt and so we're eating the best meat that yeah. you can you and we we try to stay in that realm. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to have some stuff sure. in there, but sure. typically, but it's, but it's sprinkled in. Yeah, right. It's not. It's yeah. not the mainstay. Main, no. Yeah. No. So and the, there, you had mentioned one other thing that's funny when you talked about portion size. I have a buddy who was just, and you hear this a lot, who was just in France for two weeks and and really didn't watch what he did. But when he came back, I'm like. Do you lose weight or do you gain weight? And he goes, I'm about the same. He goes, I think I gained a pound. And I go, I go, were you watching what you ate? He said, no. And I go, were you eating everything? And most people will talk about the bread over there, right? Because it's not processed. If you don't eat it that day, it's, it's in the garbage because it's done. And so there's none of that. But he said, he goes, no. And he goes, he goes, the one thing over there, he goes, portion sizes are way different. But he, I, I, like I told you before, I go somewhere for two or three days, and me. I don't, I don't go pig the frick out. I might eat a little bit more than I do because I don't have somewhere to take the food home. I'm not bring, but I'll gain three pounds in three days, and he was gone three weeks, and you know, barely a pound. So, you know, our because culture, of that over our, there. our culture's but I, I, pretty bad. But again, though, like. Joe Rogan talked about his Italy trip and he gained 11 pounds on it. And really Italians don't eat huge portions either. They eat rich pasta yep. and breads, yep. but a lot of, there's not a ton of obesity in Italy. I mean, no. that's, it, that's probably premature to say, cause I've only been to certain parts of Italy, No, I, but no, it's I think you're right on it. There's not as much stress. Yeah. They do smoke a lot over there. They do drink a lot of wine. They drink a lot of wine. Their lifestyle. And they eat carbs think. like, they eat yep. carbs like crazy and they stay pretty small. But they, but, well, and I was going to say eat a lot of rice and they stay small, right? They until until we introduce fast food in their country. And then that changes things. True. I was going to say, um, and even in Italy, there's one of the areas, I don't know which one it is, but it's one of those five regions where the people, the longevity is huge. I can't remember whereabouts in Italy, but they have one of those. Not a bunch of processed. Is there a right, place in right, right, right. that's as fat as America? Better food. <laughs> I don't Are think we the so. Fattest for, I think far? we're. I think, and, and I think we're. We that might be why the 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 oceans rising is because maybe we're just too we're heavy singing. as a country. Maybe it's maybe it's not that the oceans rising. Maybe singing. maybe everything's. You think we're yeah, pressing, sea level is no longer sea level. Maybe this continent. I think now. sea level's below sea level. It might be now. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. But it's I possible. mean, everything everything that you turn we're around bad. and look at is famous food in this country. Whether it's you know Chick Fil A is is a really popular fast food restaurant there's nothing healthy about chick-fil-a you could go really. in there and get grilled nuggets but your decision making process and the decisions and the habits that you have that's where we're going into bubba's diet right now is you get to that first day after eating comfort food and you don't you eat some drink some black coffee and that that metabolizes you that gives you caffeine that does something to your stomach that makes you really not want to eat when mm -hmm. i drink coffee on an empty stomach it makes me not want to eat mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't it just helps me get through a get through a fast um but moving into the the 
the first week, Bubba, and the second week, this is what people struggle with is that they'll start. They'll be like okay with it. Water, no sodas, I'm cutting out soda, I'm cutting out carbs. And then it just takes two weeks and they're like, I can't do it. Right. I cannot do the no carb deal. It's boring, it's tasteless, it's flavorless, it's all this stuff. So our, I did mention your psyche on this. You've done this before, but it still does take a strong-willed person and discipline to stick to that kind of diet after eating comfort food for that long. Are you getting, like what Rob called out, are you getting a ton of, what's the word, desire? Or um, what's the word when you want to eat it, but you don't? Like, are you getting a ton of like, oh my God, I need that. I need some rice. I need some potatoes. Are you getting, what's that word I'm looking for? Just, just. What is the, what is the, the word? The when urge. You, the, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a word that you said earlier that I can't think of right now. I don't know. Are you, is lost. it hard for you now? Because you just went from eating chicken fried steak and now you're eating tuna fish. The The very first time we did this, it was one of the hardest things I've ever, I had ever done because I had never had to like cut anything out of my diet, stay pretty much in shape just because of what we like to do. And so that was a shell shocker. So yeah, having this be the third time and mentally preparing that it was going to be six months and yeah, but I wanted to try to get it done, but you, you really, you, I can just kind of flip the switch and you just know that you're not going to have a beer after work and you're going to drink more water and you're going to really try to start being more disciplined on the fasting and your brain just kind of flips the switch. Even when your girlfriend comes home and drinks a beer at 10 o'clock and it's like, <laughs> Oh, and that's, what's different is I'm wide awake at midnight, one o'clock. You know, typically if I have a couple beers or something and had a long day, it'll definitely make me more tired. And so all of a sudden I can't go to sleep. It's one o'clock, but no matter what, that I'm seems up like at, that'd be the opposite. That I'm, your caloric intake being down yeah. would tire you out more. This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is also brought to you by Oakley. Guys, let's be real. The world is your playground and you need the right gear to conquer it. That's why you need a pair of Oakley sunglasses. With Oakley, you'll have the clarity, protection, and style you need to take on any adventure. Oakley's commitment to quality, innovation, and authenticity means you can trust your eyes are in good hands. Head over to oakley.com to find your perfect pair. This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is also brought to you by our friends at Corning Ford. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly SUV or a truck that can withstand your life of adventure, Corning Ford's outstanding selection has something for everyone. And with their knowledgeable staff and competitive pricing, you can trust that you're getting a great deal on a high-quality vehicle. Don't wait any longer to start living your dream on four wheels. Visit Corning Ford today, and don't forget to mention your favorite podcast sent you over. His, well, those comfort foods make you lethargic. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, it could go either way, but I, I think um, you did a really good job of keeping your energy up because I, 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 that's one of the things I always worry about because I know personally I start pretty early in the gym and sometimes like even when you come in, chat at 4 p.m., I'm like, shit, I got to get, you know, I just, I, I'm just at the end of my day. I'm like, okay, I got to get up for this, That's you know, or, or yeah. give them to somebody else because I'm like, I'm like, I wasn't on my A game. I can't, you know, somebody else has got to do this. So, so, but you sound like your energy was, was pretty good. I always wake up early, no matter what, if I go to bed at two in the morning, I always wake up early. Usually you would want to get stuff out of the way in the morning, mm -hmm. work, whatever, sometimes, but I've, I've never had a, uh, and it's funny, my buddies all, 
what do you do? What's your, and I go, to be honest, there's no rhyme or reason for what I've ever done. I don't have a schedule to where I run five times a week or lift. I haven't lifted weights in a gym since I was the summer after I graduated high school. Will I mess around with like flipping tires mm -hmm. and doing push-ups and uh, it's it's it sounds funny because I don't do a lot of uh, lifting or at all. It's diet and I do some cardio because I enjoy the running. I enjoy the mountain biking. Um, part of this was in snowboard season, so you know you go hike around and hike through snow and hike mountains and shovel snow yep. i did stuff like that yeah. i think it'd be cool well, Tess, to get bubba i would like to see bubba in the gym one day okay maybe a week i think that we need to do this test a week on bubba okay because i because he can go down a wakeboard and double backflip at the yeah, wake right right his body weight strength his balance he well, can get on it's what's those boards called with the little thing in the middle and you balance oh, yourself? just the balance board or, or whatever he can take a oh sue he can take a uh kettlebell a kettlebell and go through his legs yep. great yep. so he's got unbelievable straight and balance but i want to get him in there and see can he do a pull-up can he bench press his weight yeah 20 yeah. times like, i want to see if he can yeah we can do that he's got yep. this weird no strength but i wonder what he could do in the gym these days well remember perform? i i know that uh, i would have my shoulders are jacked up i mean pull-ups pull-ups kill me right now um i was doing push-ups push-ups are okay but uh, my shoulders, I guess, just over the years have taken a beating. And so I, I don't do pull-ups because they hurt. Okay. Like I don't, I even brought in a bench set. But leg press, Rob, and all yeah. of the extensions. He'd, is he strong? He'd be, he'd be good. Yeah. He's strong. I bet he is. Is it Because remember, test? yeah, let's do it. Because remember, when you go play, go back 30 years and you go play the kids from Elko, you knew they were strong, right? But they didn't have to be in the weight room. They were farmer Farm strong. Trends. They were, you know, so, so that's Bubba. He's, he's, whether he's flipping tires or doing something, but, but the guys who are lifting the hay, they just do it. It's, it's no different than a barbell. It's, it's, you learn it's how the to same. Get a, you learn how to get a jumping jack in the back of your truck when you know that you should have another guy, yeah. but you figure it out up right. to the legs. And then you're like, okay, I can, yeah. You learn how to do stuff by yourself, right. which can you can. It can be good and bad. Hurt yourself you, totally, too, so. totally. But I think he's he maintains really well because of his activity. So now, if he was, if he was, yeah, if he was sitting at a desk all day, Chad, it would be way different. Well, that's, but that's he would have to. People, right, right, right. So, so the good thing for him is he's doing that stuff. If you worked in a warehouse and you're moving boxes, the guys who go to UPS and work there, they're like, man, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And some of them do I just because their activity job. bumps up and they're throwing those boxes, right? And I mean, the difference is, you know, you go to the gym and, and you, you're pretty active. Mm -hmm. Go run a chainsaw for four or five hours. It's totally different. That's what I've always said is yeah, like, yeah. Right. like yeah, Dawn, yeah. Clay's ex-wife, our friend Dawn, she eats McDonald's literally seven days a week. And she is in, and now I don't know about her internal organs, right. but her, her activity through being a UPS driver and doing 400 stops a day, that chick is jacked in and, and out of the truck. I mean, how yeah. many calories do you think that yeah. she burns? And she eats McDonald's right. every day. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm telling That's, her like, Hey, on the exterior, you're fine. Right. What's it doing internally? You might want to get a blood test, but, but maybe it's, she's fine there too. I don't know. Maybe. Like I know that I've got good genetics and I've, I've looked like this almost my whole life, but I've always been active been too. Active. Yep. Constantly 
yep. snow skiing and water skiing. You got and what drops way off. So when you start that, I think at such a young age that you're habits. you're not just going to get mm. lazy. It's habits. I'm not going to go to an office job. Right. For one, I'm not going to like. But I it's, just that's just not in today's, not my in today's world of of phones and pads and these instant uh, babysitters. Yep. It's the parents' job to keep like Oakley. To keep them active and swimming and skateboarding and volleyballing and yep. baseball because it's so easy to get on these pads and become lazy as shit as kids you got and it. create bad habits and yep. habits are everything. We yep. all mountain bike together. There's five of us. We have snowboard passes. We the kids climb at the climbing gym. Like if we're not we're hiking, we're cause that's what we like to do. So right. Megan and I are lucky because we don't hey kids, if you don't like this, you're gonna, you know. You better pick this up because this is what we're doing. Yeah, we're going to the beach. We're going surfing. We're running out of some time, and I want to get some more details about the diet. And I know Rob does too. One of the questions that I have is: this is kind of gross, but I worked in the portable toilet industry for long enough to know that I can talk about shitting. Um, How bad did it change for you, your digestive system, when you move from a normal diet and you eat pretty healthy year round? But when you stop eating, drinking the beer and you stop the starches and the and and the constant, you know, the chicken fried steaks and all stuff, I felt it. I've, I have found it very weird because this is the first time I've ever stuck to something like this too. And I'm two or three, four years older than you. Um, is was it weird for you? Because it's almost like nothing comes out. It changes a little bit, but you know, I love hot stuff and. I put hot sauce on everything. I put hot peppers on everything. And so your asshole's going to burn a little bit. <laughs> Rob, and that's Rob's like my, getting off the podcast right this now. Is like, I mean, this is but almost that's not like the point. My, I'm talking about the I amount. Know, but I'm just saying, um, you know, the amount, uh, yeah, it, it changes a little bit. And I guess is what's weird is it, it uh, the, the more this, if you eat in the same stuff every day, your shit is almost the same kind of every day. And I will, I will wake up first thing before coffee and go to the bathroom and then before coffee. Yes. It's usually after coffee. Dude, it's like, as soon as I'm even making the coffee sometimes, but (laughs) on a daily basis and I don't eat breakfast. I love breakfast. I'll have breakfast up for lunch or dinner, but I'm usually about two meals a day, but I will shit two or three times before I even leave the house. On a daily, that's, ba- what, that's weird. What? On a daily why, basis. Why did we have to go there, Chad? Well, because it's it's important because it's health. <laughs> so I wanted to ask it truthfully. Like it's a big part of health to me. Is of <laughs> now that I'm at that age of colonoscopies and I just had my first one, and I kind of hit the perfect storm with me starting this diet on May sixth, and then moving into June and getting my first colonoscopy, which I've never experienced anything like that night before and that morning of. That's shit's unbelievable. That no pun intended. That stuff is unbelievable. And then it was just like the whole thing was cleared out. The track gets cleared out. I even got compliments from my, my, my GI doctor about how good I did on the cleaning out. But then it was just like th- that part of my, my body has changed to where it's cleaner. It's easier. It's, it's not as sticky. Like I'm just probably is kind of gross to somebody, but if you really think about what healthy defecation or healthy feces is, that's a big part of my life because I've been hearing a lot of these stories about, about, um, uh, the cancer that, 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 uh, what's the cancer that the colon. Jeopardy guy got died of? There's colon cancer. Then there's the other one. Oh, he, where you did have he blood have in your prostate? Stool. 
No. Oh, he might have had the real his bad in, one. By the time they intestinal find or or um, yeah. oh, oh, I know it's I know it's one. Yeah. What's the bad? Isn't answer? prostate pretty bad? It can it be, can, but can usually be? we we're all going to get prostate, is what they say for the guys. Oh God, what is it? It's the it's the um it's it has to do with blood in your stool. Yes, blood in your stool cancer. Out of my mind. I don't think he had liver. Um, pancreatic. Pancreatic. Ooh, you might pancreatic. be on it. Yep. Pancreatic. Yep. Yep. Pancreatic cancer. Yep. I've been, you know, a few people have been getting diagnosed with this. And I don't know how important that is with diet or, or I'm not a doctor. But I'm just really anal about, again, no pun intended. <laughs> Jesus, you really want to go there. <laughs> it's. I think it's something that people need to pay attention to. Well, I know people it, that are 55 that have never gotten a colonoscopy it's it's just to me we talk we about we talk about preventative right you should do it just to if if you can find out as early as possible that you've got an issue your chances of beating it go up huge and so it's all about prevention i mean how you are how you are we're all about prevention and they say chad you to, to your to your question there you can change 90 percent of cancers through lifestyle so it's working out diet Meaning exercise that, do you mean that meaning we all that, have it in us and it's just we how might, we activate it i i don't know that that's the case but but there's probably some truth to that and of course genetics play a big part but 90 percent they say you can you can change so if you did find out early on because you get a colonoscopy and there's something there i mean the chances of them fixing it at that point are huge you let it go and sit for a while and all of a sudden it spreads if it spreads to your bone or your lymph or any of that then you're then you're in trouble right okay and to get to get off of cancer a little bit too i had i had lunch with my baseball coach yesterday and he is still absolutely jacked not not huge lightener cut ripped shredded but it's because and what did he order a friggin rice bowl with cauliflower and broccoli with no butter, no coconut oil, and he didn't put any of the teriyaki sauce on there. Was there I, meat on it? And I just said- Was there um, meat on it? Might've been chicken in there. Might've been chicken in there. But I just said, you still, and it's because of the way he looks and feels, and he's like 55, and he still loves going to the gym, and he still loves, he's married and stuff, but he still loves all the younger girls and all the attention and all the, so his whole that wasn't a good thing to say his, about him. His, no, no, no. Well, no. But he he said it to me yesterday. He goes, "I really like that." And so my point is, is that he has chosen my diet basically for life. And for me, that's too hard to do. Well, like Rick, that Reville, is, Rick Revillio's doesn't say that is just Rick's not, fifty-seven, and I just saw his DEXA scan. He's eight point one percent at crazy. fifty-seven, and he stays there. Yeah. He's been there to, for a year. You have to be really. I like to have fun. Boring and lame. I like yes, to, Rick, I said it. Boring and I lame. like to drink beer. <laughs> yeah. I like Rick to, doesn't drink. Like no. Nope. A lot nope. of water. Yep. No. Nope. That's what and, I mean. I have no, a sip of red wine here and there, but nope, nothing. No coffee. Uh, we went to we went to dinner two weeks ago with Bo. And we all, you know, we were at the home of the mushroom ravioli. I had I had one. I'll usually I'll eat eight of them, no problem. I had one. He would not even touch it. And I'm like, damn, you're Italian. You're Italian. We went to the governor's dinner. 
That night at the governor's dinner, he did not touch one bit of anything on that plate, vegetables or starch-wise. What was on there that Really? Night? There was a starch on there that oh, was yeah. pretty good. Oh, yeah. There was, the whole there plate was... was good. It was super <laughs> it good. It was good. That's I asked right. him on the drive home. I go, did you and his wife, Kathy, I go, did you guys not buy it? And I had, f- and I had four of those rolls, too. <laughs> I, I love bread. I, I do, too. Right, I, I, I do. Ricky loves bread. He just, yeah, he just... When you look at Ricky, and I don't know if it's because of Jack and, you know, the genetics or whatever he's worried about with cancers and all that, but I tease Ricky all the time because back in 2003... I walked into Meadowood Mall and I was walking by that one of those art studios they had out in the middle and I look at the picture and it's this guy jacked all up with his kids and it was both of him with his little kids and I text him I go dude you're naked in the mall pretty much you're all he's like you're shitting me are you he was pissed he had I love I'd love Rick to tell you the story he's got to come on here and tell it he had two of his main guys go into the mall at the very end of hours and when that guy wasn't looking, they took, I'm not even going to say the guy's name. You know him very well. He was at the governor's dinner. He took a drill out of his satchel and undrilled that picture and stole it off of the wall at Meadowood Mall and ran out of the mall with it. <laughs> oh my God. And then they put it on an easel at Western Nevada Supply for all the customers to walk in the next day. The story is hilarious. After that, it even gets funnier, but I don't, I don't want to get off topic. But Rick, Rick has been jacked for a long time because of, because of two things. He puts the work in in the gym. He stays active because Rick is Rick has got a desk job and he's yep. at lunches and then he's in a meeting yep. in this court. He doesn't have a whole he's not out turning wrenches and chains on. Right. OK. And then he, he goes to the gym and then his nutrition. Right. He eats almost the same thing every day. A lot of raw tuna. He's and, and it can be done. It so can like be done. but Bubba is a partier. Bubba likes to have fun. He does. He's a fun hour. He likes to get well. He likes to have beers and some whiskeys. And, and that's never going to change, right? You don't abuse it, so you have to find a balance. Correct. And, and I'm the same way. I'm the same guy, so Me I have too. to find a balance that I got to put the work in in the gym. If yeah. he's go, lucky because he's active twenty, he's right. active fifteen hours a day. Right. If we if we're going on a badass mountain bike ride and we're going to get done, even if it's eleven o'clock, ten thirty, eleven o'clock, dude, we're going to go soak our feet in the river and we're going to have a few beers. Like that's just what. Why not? Mike, we do. I know. We all enjoy the beer. Hey. It's good. I like it. I know that it's not the greatest for you at all. But nope. but is it? Is it not? Is it is it really that bad if you don't abuse it? You got some calories in a beer, but I mean, is 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 altering your mind and having fun? No, not no. no I'm not going to look no, down on people a, that no. that partake in, in a drink here and there. Yeah, no. we're not talking having ten you're beers. You're talking a the day. extreme with a guy like Rick Revilio and, and your coach, who I think I know who you're talking about. That's extreme to the point to where. I'm going to go to a concert and be buzzed. Mm-hmm. My my goal as a concert is not to remember it. As stupid as that sounds, like I don't. <laughs> that sounds. That, that I want to. That have sounds fun. like more than a buzz. Well, you know what I mean. I want to have a buzz. It's not that I don't go to a concert and sit there and go. I'm going to remember every part of this. I don't think. I, I think that everybody's got a different mindset. That's why he's got his camera out the whole time. I've never been arrested in my life. I've Good. had one speeding ticket. I've never had a. De- I've never even come close to drinking and driving. Good. I won't do it. I don't take it that far. I'm just saying that yeah. I just don't know how people live a life without that mind altering experience once in a while. Well, and, and that's, we've talked about a lot. It's lifestyle, right? But in my gym, I've never said, Hey, you, you wake up at this time and you go to the bathroom, then you got to eat right here and you got to eat this because I don't feel that most people can do that. I'm like, let's get rid of the bad things. 
and then we'll knock a few other things off, right? Let's let's get rid of the the sugar drink. Let's let's not go to Starbucks and get you know 800 calories of coffee. Let's let's get rid of those things. Okay, you're doing that. Let's add some water. Great, we're doing that. Let's get rid of you know. Let's not drink three nights a week. Let's cut that back and just have a couple. You know. For, so for so me, then we got to start like, just trimming the edges. Yes, like I know, you know, I'm probably around. I'll bet you I'm around. 10 or 12 right now, if I had to guess. And I'll bet Stand you... Stand up, take off your shirt. And I'll bet you in one month, if I flip the switch, I could I could get down pretty good, I think. I think I could lose... I think I could lose 40 to 50% in a month. Yeah, if wow. you're extreme. If you go from what you're doing to extreme... If I flip the switch... You have to be extreme. For one pretty, month... Yeah. It would just I'm because, of, just because I'm lower. I'm more interested in seeing how strong you are. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. Because there's studies. There's I'm studies. still strong, but I'm not as, I'm not nearly as strong as I used to be. Like, and cause I don't, I don't do what, what kind of strong, because if you, if you put a bench set in front of me, I don't think I could push two plates right now, especially with my shoulders. So, I mean, but I've done three. That was 20 years ago. And I only weighed you, 100. You benched 320 pounds? I've only, and I only, and I only weighed 165 when and you I did, did 315. It. And that's when I quit lifting. I was basically like, did it. Ben Matthews couldn't do it. He outweighed me by 20 pounds. Chris Aguila couldn't do it. He outweighed me by 20 pounds. But I got it up that day, and Ronnie was there. I couldn't, I don't think I could do two plates right now because I just don't do that. But, and like you said, what kind of strength? What kind well, of strength? You know, so it, it, it depends, right? You want to go right? run up a mountain with me? No, that's, and what, see, that's yeah. what I'm mean, saying. It's, right, right. I'm that's strength. I'm, I'm particularly interested in if you can move weight. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I'm not saying that you're not in unbelievable shape. I'm not saying that you couldn't go mountain bike the Tour de France right now. I'm just interested in if you could push weight around. Probably not, not like you think I... Or not like what you're thinking. So does that have anything to do with lean and the studies with the well, we TIA talking about with 200% longevity in life based on lean tissue. Now lean muscle so, mass I, is more important in, in some, some factors of diet and genetics and smoking and all of this stuff. Yeah. I think he would, he would fall into the category just fine, just based on his weight and that. Now, do you need to push two plates on the bench? I don't know that I can do that anymore. And, and used to have that, but I think he would fall into that category. I think if we tested him, he probably wouldn't be where your strength is per weight ratio. You know, we check those things real easy. So he might not be where you're at, but I told you when you came in, you had plenty of strength. We wouldn't we wouldn't hurt ourselves to drop your strength off a little bit. He might not be there, but I, th- I bet he's pretty close to optimal. How, how would you – what would you tell somebody with the experience of this diet is it smart to do? Would you would you tell somebody to do this um, if they have an opportunity to win some money with this? Both of them guys, you're saying Clay and Tom need to lose some pounds. Um, they they just said that Clay and Tom. Bubba said that he pointed to both of you through the wall. You fat asses. Um, they wanted to be in here, so why not? But for real though, Bubba, would you would you say to somebody do this? And here's where I'm going with it. Once you start and you get those results. Like you said, your girlfriend can't keep her hands off you when you start getting those results. Well, you're looking in the mirror too after the shower with your tail around your waist. I've seen the pictures you take. You're, you're turned on by your results too. They keep you going. 
there's just no way the human psyche isn't turned on by that. Yeah, yeah. So you, you feel good. You look good. Like everybody, everybody aspires to want that at least. A but lot do of they, people. do I mean, they? That's what me and Rob have been asking for months now. Oh, okay. We I, hope, we hope. I would think that they would not want to absolutely look like fat and not want to take their shirt off. If they, if they, if they could have friggin' pecs and abs, I don't know anybody that in that competition that wouldn't want to look friggin' ripped and chiseled. But what's funny, you mentioned the one guy who's already put the weight back on, right? So and he and dude, he had a six pack. His abs were all shredded and ripped up. But he goes, Bubba, the day I scanned that whole weekend, I ate everything in sight. And you know what? I, I get that that weekend. Yeah. But I told him, I said. You better put that in check. It's a great point, Rob. How detrimental is a diet like this on the body for six months and then fluctuating right back to getting fat again? You know, how how difficult. I don't know. Not fat because he did lift weight weight back on. But, and, and, you know, for me, I would have wanted to put on. But you're staying pretty consistent at 10 or 12% body fat. Yes. It's not like you're going back up to 20. You had to work to get to 19. I mean, he, he. He gained 20 pounds. He got down to 183, but then like he's over 200 two again. Two weeks later, he was at 203. Okay, and, so how detrimental is he on the body? But he started at like 225, and so I I said, your goal is Keep to stay here. right around you, two, dude. Right. And then you should feel good and how know, tall? And is be he? close. He's like six one. I mean, he's, he's a good, he's a good size kid, and he wasn't. He was just kind of. He was just a little softer. Yeah, you know, that's all it was. Is yeah. Soft. Yeah. To me, I would think that that was my dad was a fluctuator. Right. I don't think it can be healthy. I don't think they the body say set for that. They say fluctuating is almost worse than being heavy. You know, so if you're a little heavy and you stay there and you maintain, that's they're thinking right now. That's better than doing the fluctuation. Check, so check, now were, being low was was could have been really good for him. You know, could have been, but um, just depends to, on where to bounce I want, back where that I much. Be like, yeah, yeah. With hunting and, you know, pulling back a bow. And I don't think, you know, I, I would say that you're probably a little weaker. Yeah. Because it may you not lost drop. those pounds. You yeah. know, you don't feel. So, you know, for me, being around 170, 10 to 12 is probably where I would want to be. Do I want to stay at five or six? No, I'm not a. A now, wrestler. now, if I was You're a, not a college wrestler, if I was running like ultras and marathons and these big mountain runs, then I could see myself hanging a little bit lower. Are you like, ever going to do a hundred mile mountain run? No, no, no. So, so I would you, do a hundred mile mountain bike race. So you're going through this diet. You quit on May 2nd around there at your birthday, whenever it was. You still got almost two months left at the end of June. This competition's called What Happens From Here On Out. You're thinking you win it. You turn in your DEXA scan at 72 point something percent body fat from 19.8 to 5.1. You got this in the bag. So I'll tell the story because it's a funny story. And it it, it makes it because this is this. So Chris Shanks. Gets his scan. These are all, just so everybody knows, yeah. these are all uh, made-up names and, and, and uh, aliases. We do not want any of the real people to know what's going on. So Shanks is a made-up name. This is this this is not a real person. 
Want me to make <laughs> no, he said, "Do you want me to make I don't care. Okay. You're the no. one throwing your boys no. under the bus. No, I'm not throwing anybody <laughs> under the bus. This is what's great. So Chris Jenks knows he's going to win this deal. So he gets done. He walks into the bar. He sees his cousin. His cousin goes, "How'd your scan go?" He goes, "Good, really good." Sits down with one of the other competitors, Jason Champagne, and sits down next to him. And in ten minutes realizes that he's already in second place. So he's walk he walks out of the bar in 15 yes. minutes pissed off. And it's already too late. Can he this can is, he keep going? No. This once is you, at the end of June. Yeah, oh yeah. This is Once this you is get your scan, you're done. June 25. Once you get your scan, you're done. Yeah, cuz you can't go, "Oh shit, Champagne's and, ahead of me," no, which is no, another yeah. made up name. No, Nobody no, has no. the name Champagne. No, no, no. Um so now he's like he can't go back. So so this is Friday. I wait till the following Tuesday and I'm like, "God, I'm just going to turn it in." It is what it is. Chris, uh, he texts me back and goes, all he said was, you're a fucking animal. And I didn't know what that meant because could have been sarcastic, could have been. And then he texts me right back and said, you're, you beat Jason Champagne or no, you beat me by 1.5. You beat Jason by 0.5. And so for 10 minutes there, I'm sitting there going, holy shit. I think I won this thing. Megan's giving me high five. Congratulations. Good job, babe. Like you worked hard. Plus I it's go, 20 grand. It's $20,600 in the winter. And I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. And uh, I'm, I got a cocktail in hand. And I said, is there anybody close to this? And he goes, I don't know. He goes, there's a kid in our office that has been, who's lost a lot of weight and he's been putting in work. Who said that? Shanks. Shanks says this. And so, uh, I said, well, Okay. He goes, but he hasn't turned in a scan yet. So I'm on cloud nine for like 10 minutes at my house. I get a text. He goes, Nick just turned in a scan. You're number two. And I just went, holy shit. So I only had a little moment of thinking that I won. Nick is the guy that works in his office. Nick is the guy that works in his office and he won. And he showed me a scan and everything, his scans. So now I'm like, okay, fuck. I got second. Nick got first. Wow. Second place is like 4,500 or 4,700. I'm like, damn. And then uh, Friday is the last day though. This is Tuesday. So Friday comes along, waits till the end of the day, turns in a scan, and then Chris just lays it out. Uh, Nick, uh, number one at 76.2%. Some kid from Vegas that none of us had heard of, 75.3%. Me at 73.3. Jason, they they said honorable mentions. Uh, Jason at 72.8 and Chris at 71.8. And then the next guy lowest to that was at 59%. There was not one guy in the 60s. How many total guys? There was 56 total guys. 56 and only six of you got in this above. Only five of us were in the 70s nobody's nobody was in the 60s and there was a few people with the at the upper 
fifties. So I, I assume I'm talking to Nick when I say that you need to stay around 202 pounds. Nick Bubba said you've already started to get back up there. <laughs> you need to quit saying names, Bubba. I'm starting to put this together like a game of Clue. It's all good. Damn, wow. I, I don't throw. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. They they all deserve it. Nick, Nick, his name Nick, is Nick Net. Nick, keep your gold, buddy. Maybe Nick's bulking up for the next competition. Like you I, said, you I really don't think that this competition will probably happen for Rob. After bit. hearing all this, and you're in your fifties, your low fifties, early fifties, would you participate in a drastic change, body change contest like this? Fuck! Oh, he cussed. Would you oh, at twenty thousand six hundred for first place? Now, would you have to I do would, an over my fifty back, contest? My back would Was there be anybody in their fifties against in this the wall. Burn, uh, Scott Shanks is fifty nine. 59 and he, I, and he, I think. he went from uh he went from 23 percent which is pretty good yeah 59 yep. year old to like i think 16 that's damn good very so he, i think i think it, it it would be tough to win this thing in your 40s and 50s if you're going against guys in their 20s and 30s well I, and, I, and, how old and, Nick? and again it depends on where you start too 31 it depends on where you start you're right so five, Bob? yeah so depends on where 45. you start. So I've, so I've, yeah. I was yeah, no. the the last two year, the last two times we did this besides Scott, well I guess and Jason, I was older than all these guys. That's pretty good. And I was and I I was That's beating pretty them. Pretty good. Yeah. So, so would you would you enter one? Like he said though, I, I would I I would do it, but I I would what if, what if I would it, what challenge myself to, to do. It. I don't know that I could do six months. So I, I three months. Doable. I will never do. Uh, a six I think month, I could no. do three months, and but I don't think I'd expect to win. What I would try, what I would try and do, is try and beat everybody in my age class, and and then drop it down one more. But go okay if somebody, because that's the other thing that I think happens a lot, and and makes this competition tough. Everybody's trying to put on as much weight as they freaking can before you start. Right, we so, had about three so months that, when we knew like yeah. it was, it was going to happen. So that makes it tricky too, because you're, you're trying to cheat the system, right? Let's let's. So that that makes it tricky because I, I I feel the same way. If I get to two twelve, like right now I'm weighing two oh four in the morning, I get to two twelve and I'm like I'm pushing maximum fucking density. I don't feel very good. Don't feel good. And then I, it affects my work. You know, so then I'm like, if so I it, it would be up, tough. If I could have gotten to 23, think about it. Yeah, you, you might have got it. Yep. Because yep. I'll lose you didn't it eat like, enough shitty food, Bubba. I'll lose it like that. Right. And that, that's the hard part, too, about this was, yes, we knew about it. But, dude, I had just won the year before. I was down and to the seven year, And the one before that. Well, but it was two years prior. Yeah, but yeah, you won the previous two. Right. Yeah, so. And yeah, you're it consistent. Did, so it did tricky. take a lot to to. To get so up what there are the talks and, now? Are the guys yeah. saying, "Well, next year we're not doing six months; we're going back to two. Are you going to do this again? There's been no talk. I always said I, I said I wouldn't, but I mean, you get me a two month competition, and it's like hard to say no because my body and the way that it and and depending on where you would start, yeah. Because you know Chris's brother enters this competition, but he's already at like seven, so oh, he, he bows out. Because for him to get to two, why would he enter it then? That's unhealthy. Be that's just giving him money. He away. thought he was around ten. <laughs> really? Thought he was around ten or five. That's still low to start. Now this one was different. I'm talking <laughs> more about the shorter competitions, but because he's obviously, if that's where he hangs around, he's very disciplined. Very disciplined. But to get to two, three, whatever, that, that's yeah. your start to push. So he just yeah. goes, Nah, I'm good. 
so you start at you know 14 and it's like well okay but the guy starting at 10 or 20 he gets to 10 i got to get to seven no problem but then it just gets harder for me and i i have to yeah. get down a lot lower right well just like this one too you know uh nick one at 6.8 that's what he got down to okay to get to his you know so second you, were you sec- the lo- were you the lowest body fat um i think uh i think jason champagne was like 5.1 but he started at 18.5 all right we got to end this we are having pizza for lunch so we gotta get going <laughs> congratulations bubba third place is there anything that you want to end with on this we talked about your sex life we talked about your feces we talked about how much you look in the mirror we talked about how much you love beer um we talked about wow we've said You're it all a bad person we've said it all we want to make sure that you get strong though so i do want to get you in the gym and see because it, uh, I, we're going to talk about this on another podcast and Bubba, you're more than welcome to come back and talk about this i've questioned rob about my weight loss journey of not and i wasn't obese but i wasn't where i wanted to be now i'm getting to where i want to be and should i quit lifting as much weight to get to where i want to be should i quit doing the chest presses and the heavy leg presses and the the pulls throughs and all of this in the push-ups is there a study out there that says that weight training and gaining muscle mass and lean tissue it makes it harder to lose weight because i've always said and you always said and scientists always say muscle weighs more than fat so am i am i doing myself an injustice or disjustice injustice 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 by lifting so much weight five days a week i know you know what you're doing but is it good for my body type if i want to lose 10 more but i do have to say this because we said this before one pound of fat one pound of muscle they're both a pound right so so it doesn't weigh more but the density is way different. So a pound of fat takes up way more space than a pound of muscle. I think but with where you're at, I, I think that, that in. you would maybe want to do, you know, more reps, lighter weight. Yeah. To, and you can still we stay do. strong. That's what we do. But well, the, Yeah. But the more weight you're pushing, it seems like you could gain. Like for me, but, I would want to, I want to stay lean for what I like to do, which is mountain bike run, backpack hunt. Like yeah, weird sports. You don't want to be an athlete and play football and tackle, wrestle. No, not at forty-five, Chad. No, I don't. I did that. You want to do that damn weird sports? I did that. So I want to. My goals are to stay in shape for the stuff that we. I do, do think there's a couple. Stuff. I think you should quit flipping the weight because you're going to drastically hurt yourself one day. You need to really quit skateboarding because you're going to your bones are getting really flimsy. And I think, and I'm not being mean, but I'm saying like you are you are injured all the time because of skateboarding and mountain biking. You've been drastically hurting both of them you need to stop doing that shit that tony hawk quit doing 10 years ago there's a reason why he quit and he's the best skater of all time even though caballero is still doing street competitions little steve caballero is like 55 still they all still skate i know but you're not a skater and you're gonna hurt yourself bad (laughs) i just built a half pipe he's up there with his freaking helmet and his elbows just be careful bubba we don't want to lose bubba and yes if anybody's wondering and he is taken if you guys see pictures of bubba i'm gonna post one on the foul life's instagram of this picture I have of him in the bathroom that he sent me with his towel wrapped around his waist with his obliques and his abs and all the shit he wanted to show off. He is taken. He's got a wonderful fiance, I believe, coming up, maybe. I hope I didn't let that one out of the bag. Um, her name's Megan. But um, if you do want to see what Bubba looks like, I'll post him. Uh, maybe I'll post him in a cowboy hat. He 
he was he's he's all about that cowboy lifestyle. It's Bubba Henderson, third place, second loser in this year's competition of most body fat. But it is interesting to me that you did at forty five years old be able to lose that much of your body. It can be done, even if you don't do it as drastic as Bubba and the guys did it. You can get on a routine to where you start to see results. Those results build confidence. That confidence drives even more work ethic, and you got to put in the work like my friend Rob says. You have to put in the work. You have to be able to create better habits because I'm going to say it again. Being fat sucks. I don't, I'm not making fun of people that are because we've all been there. Well, besides you two, maybe. Discipline. It's got to be discipline because discipline. it's not fun and not healthy. We have one chance. This is our temple. Everything in moderation. Another episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody. What Bubba did is not for everybody, but you don't have to be that drastic. Keep that in mind. We're not eating pizza today. Here's what we're eating today. We're eating American almond beef sirloin and New York strip sliced up. They have the chance, they have the choice to put it into a taco shell or on top of a bed of greens. We're going to see who makes the right decisions. Bubba will post videos on his Instagram tomorrow of what Clay does, what Tom does, and what we do. We're going to see who makes good decisions today with the American almond beef tortillas or the greens. Chad Belding, Rob Ganatzer, Bubba Anderson, this life ain't for everybody. Good luck in your fitness journey. Stay strong. Stay disciplined. We'll talk to you later. Life won't last too long. So what you going to do? The money's all gone. I'd rather be poor living off in a hole than rich as hell without a soul. Life on earth won't last that long. What you gonna do when the money's all gone? Say life on earth won't last that long. What you gonna do when the money's all gone?